You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When uh, what's his face? Ashton Kutcher thought he was a serious actor. That was a weird like two years that I wish we could forget. Yeah, I wish we could just go back and let, have him be permanent Kelso. Remember when he tried to out Michael Fassbender playing Steve Jobs and failed miserably? Yeah. Hey, Chris. Is this a good Ashton Kutcher conversation going on? <laughs> it's not. Uh, also, Wikipedia claims that the Atari's album actually is referencing Oregon, not Queens, which so, I don't believe. W- so, so now we can confirm that nothing has ever, nothing good has ever come out of Astoria, que- Queens, outside of Greek food. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. The redheaded stepchild of the Touchline Media Group, they're based in London, they're rich, we're in America, we're poor, we're a colony of sorts, but we haven't broken away yet, we'll get there. Uh, I am your host, Asa, aka The Twig, I'm with my co-host, Stumpy, aka Napoleon Gregg. Shout out to the group chat for that name. It will never die. Uh, We have got a great episode for you today. Uh, We welcome back our friend from across the pond, Krish. Uh, He's here to talk uh, all sorts of stuff, but mostly we're going to mock him about his choice of Georgia as a fan base. It'll be fun. Um, This episode is brought to you by whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Uh, Last time they put in some stuff about vaccines. It was great. We're pro-vaccines. They also did some stuff about Discover, which also great, my first credit card. So thank you, Discover, for taking a chance on a 17-year-old with no credit history and a penchant for um, buying a lot of food at once. Uh, We are also sponsored by the Smith Workforce Management Group for all of your NIL, business law, family law, employment law, and general business advice needs. Uh, Please check out the Smith Workforce Management Group at smithworkforce.com. Let's get right into it. Krish, how are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. I'm really good. I'm glad to know that I don't have to redshirt my freshman year um, on the pod, so that's nice. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're, you're, you're a full-fledged uh, part of the, uh, the situation here. Um, so we got to ask, and or rather, I got to bring this up. So last time you were on, we, you talked about how you randomly picked a, a college football team and you picked Georgia. And we laughed at you and said, oh, that's, that's a little on the nose. Georgia is the England football <laughs> Of, of of American football. college football, uh, of, of our football. And and we said, we said, look, they're going to play a championship game soon and they're going to lose. And. And we were right. Yeah. And they got demolished. Um, it was interesting. Someone sent me kind of like a, a top 10 most, cru- most, you know, awful losses in Georgia's kind of like history. And oh, ironically... Wow. 
this... and ironically, the person who is now in in place of number one, number two, and number five of those is probably going to be caught back for the Giants this weekend. So it's quite serendipitous in a way. <laughs> <laughs> so the the uh, the the wonder of all of this, the wonder of the manner in which Georgia goes about its life. Um, and the life cycle of a Georgia fan is we are at the part, we, we had just finished the part where everybody was like, man, Georgia's really going to do it. And we're at the part where they choke in the biggest moments. But due to the stupidity of, of, of the American football playoff, American college football playoff, they're still in it. So as a benefit for the Michigan Wolverines, winning the Big Ten, beating Ohio State, beating Iowa, they get to go play Georgia in a non-championship game which to me is the cruelest thing you can do to a team. Not just, not just a Georgia in a non-championship game, a pissed-off Georgia with something to prove in a non-championship game with a month layover, which actually probably favors Michigan because, as we said on here, uh, Kirby Smart's name is not determinative. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got like a whole like, – like how we talked about like Gareth Southgate over the summer, like – Man, how does he keep winning in spite of himself? Why does he keep doing shit that doesn't make sense? Kirby Smart. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what deal was made with Satan to ensure that these results keep coming about? Uh, yeah. he had to. He had to hire Will Muschamp. Yeah, I so think is still on the staff. Probably. Um, that's an example of like your 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 uh, your consequence is obvious. Like sometimes, like it's not clear what the consequence of your actions will be, but it's like, oh, you hired Will Muschamp. Okay. Um, so the, uh, the other, the, the, the big results, I, uh, so here's what I, I wonder, and this is what I'm, I'm interested in hearing about. Krish, uh, over in England, like how does this register? Like the college football stuff. I know the pro stuff, like we'll filter in a little bit and we'll talk a little bit about that uh, in a moment, but like, how does this filter in like to the consciousness? Like if you said like, oh yeah, Alabama versus Georgia, <laughs> would people be like, is there a civil war in America? Like what, what did we miss? <laughs> Like, I mean, hang on a minute. the South has risen again. What's going on here? Um, <laughs> yeah, it probably would be that. Obviously, NFL has kind of got a decent foothold now with essentially, I've got to say, the NFL have done a very good job of essentially going, here are the Jacksonville Jaguars. They suck, but you can have them for <laughs> one day a year, um, every year, because <laughs> no one else will have them. To be clear, you can have them the whole year. Like, we're not, we don't want them back. You guys just keep sending them back. I'll also, tell you what. <laughs> wait, wait, let's play a game. How many must champs are on Georgia's staff? You know there is at least one, so that's cheating. Uh, two? Two. Uh, Robert Muschamp, <laughs> who appears to be maybe 17 years old, is a quality control defensive analyst. Nepotism. Always. And has, and has no bio on, the, <laughs> on their website. <laughs> Delightful. Um, also, to be clear here, um, we let you have the Jacksonville Jaguars one day a year, but I have an idea, okay? I'm going to propose a trade on air as a re- representative of the United States of America. You can have the Jaguars 365 days a year, but you have to take Jacksonville. <laughs> it, it, gives you, it, gives you another fo- it gives you a foothold in, the, in North America, which you haven't had in, in a while. Uh, as as a, as a, as a nation, um, but and and you just lost Barbados, so like you're you know you 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 get that back. But it's Did you just equate Jacksonville to Barbados. <laughs> yeah, Barbados is way better. <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid of what that would happen if you made Jacksonville a principality. That's the only <laughs> downside to all of this. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm imagining the entirety of Duval County being like. Wait, what? Where are we? <laughs> it's like a weird Florida limbo, which what's is not good for anybody whatsoever. <laughs> what percentage of Duval County residents could actually point out England on a map? I say it's under 50. I'm going to say if you gave them, if you gave them only, if, if you were like, okay, like you have to, you have to get the British Isles correct. I think they could do it. If you said, if you said, where is England on this map? of the two the two aisles they they wouldn't get close they would put england in scotland which would piss off scotland they would put wales in ireland which nobody wants and northern ireland wouldn't exist anymore which 
historical reasons aside, I'm just saying. Bit on the nose, I think they might be concerned by the fact that your globe is round. The Earth is flat, sir. Why have you given me this orb with... Um... <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's the, the other funny thing is that, like, there might be residents of Duval County that, like, go, like, that are, are like, past the flat Earth. It's like, not only is there not a globe, it's not a flat Earth. It's a simulation. But it's not like a computer, high-level computer simulation. It's just, like, a series of people on acid who aren't entirely certain that this is happening. <laughs> That's um, about right. Yeah. Uh, also, um, most of my knowledge of Duval County comes from Twitter and The Good Place. So, you know, I feel like that's about, <laughs> like an accurate representation. Um, also, Gainesville isn't that far. So you can have the University of Florida too. We don't need them. Jake journals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the... Uh, the other the other news and and, and I'm, I'm gonna throw some things out to you Chris, and, I, and i'm i'm interested to, to get your take okay yeah so so we have conferences in in uh in college football right like it's basically historically regional but not so much anymore so to the the the, the most obvious example would be like uh, you know uefa or concacaf or afc or whatever so if I told you that there was a conference championship game between a team from Kentucky and a team from El Paso, Texas, do you know relatively how far apart those places are? Well, El Paso, Texas is basically Mexico. Correct. And Kentucky is... Basically Ohio. Yeah. So that's pretty far. <laughs> yeah, we had a conference championship game between those two uh, places. Western Kentucky played UTEP. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up only because Western Kentucky is my favorite team right now because they throw the ball 75 times a game. So like you watch pro football, right? And you're like, oh man, that was a fun game between Patrick Mahomes and, uh, and Baker Mayfield. That, you, you remember that one game, a couple, or was it Mahomes versus uh, Goff? It was yeah. Mahomes versus a couple of people. It was the the fifty four fifty one Rams Chiefs game on Monday night. I want to say two oh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about college. Mahomes and and Mayfield did it at uh, Texas Tech and OU. That was one of my favorite games ever, Chris. If you have never seen that, it's on YouTube. It is delightful. Because I'm both, to that one back. <laughs> both both teams, like three minutes into the game, are just like, guys, I don't think we're stopping anybody. Let's just throw it a lot. Um, <laughs> it's it's fascinating it's like uh, the, the best example i can think of is, is not unfortunately for our purposes a football or a football uh analogy it's a basketball analogy and it's like you know those games where it's like fuck it we're gonna go zone and we're gonna try to score 120 <laughs> like we're not stopping anybody just put some junk out there and maybe we'll get lucky if not whatever shoot Which, threes in fairness is like the entire ethos of the texas tech football team so correct uh, that and also um, occasionally putting Craig James's son in a shed. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly uh, the shed or allegedly his son? Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, we said allegedly, so nothing that we say counts. Don't add us, Craig. Um, Craig can't use Twitter. Uh, no, Craig can not use Twitter. Um, but so, so the, uh, the, there was some, um, some other things going on, uh, in the, in the world of, uh, like actual round ball. So let's, let's, because this is like a mashup podcast, we do have to like reference these things occasionally. Um, one, uh, Christian Pulisic got an assist in the champions league. Chelsea gacked it up. Oh, well, uh, Uh, wait, do we want to talk about American uh, well, I guess it's not playing well. Uh, Zach Steffen might actually be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, Chris, I don't know if you watched Man City versus uh, versus Leipzig. Um, yes, yesterday. What's today? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our our starting like our national keeper uh, Zach Steffen is the is is the backup at City. So he plays meaningless games and uh, the FA Cup which I guess is also sort of meaningless. Um, you repeat yourself. But I repeat myself. Uh, so he, uh, he played like really well and then he really didn't. And so like we have this problem where like we have like high level players, but we don't have a keeper worth a damn because Stefan uh, can't take the next step. And our other option is, um, well, 
Matt Turner tries real hard. <laughs> Turner can stop shots, but that's about all he can do. Yeah, like he's like um he's he's really good at stopping shots. Um he it's 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 wild how much he cannot play with his feet. Um and so like we're we're living in a world where it's like fuck it, send it deep. Hopefully hopefully something good happens. <laughs> that's that's a segment for a different We'll get time. there. We'll get there. Um so the uh as we as we sort of are are going through this, um Obviously, Chris, you're you're a um, you're a Liverpool fan. Uh, Liverpool yesterday did something that no team in England has ever done, which I found fascinating. So, um, like, are, are you are you super excited about uh, your fifth string center back? Do you see that tweet going around? I want to say it was yesterday. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, th- I think I think I sent it off the top end account about how he <laughs> did a cross turn um, within his own box and fooled three players in the process. He of made doing someone it. fall. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the exact type of content you want out of a dead rubber game. So for, for me, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, it was also a strange one because we were recording yesterday's cop end whilst the game was going on at the same time too. So as soon as that happened, we, there's a section on the pub where you can hear us just go, "Oh, what is going on here?" Um, so you yeah. also you also have not learned your lesson, much like us about recording during games. Keep recording <laughs> during things happening going on. This is the thing. We could only get away with it because it was a dead rubber game. If it was any other kind of, let's say if we were doing it for, for the game of the weekend where it was literally a, a late winner, there'd be no one talking and it would probably set a world record for the most amount of cuss words said in one single podcast <laughs> ever. So there's also that. Um, it's just like four minutes of dead silence with just like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Ah, do you remember, remember the South Park episode where they just in, in, tried to say shit at every single opportunity and there's a counter in the box? Yep. Basically do that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. So, so uh, congratulations to Liverpool, I guess. Um, I, I, I don't like Liverpool. Liverpool was responsible for one of the worst afternoons uh, of my adult life. So, um, Same, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine was the... the uh, the Champions League final with Spurs. Um, I had oh, yeah. I had just found out that I had uh, celiacs at the time. I'm re- revealing. I, I know that HIPAA, but you know, uh, <laughs> it's not hip. It's not HIPAA if you do it yourself. Also, no, it's HIPAA. That doesn't apply to him. It's, it's HIPAA. Don't know what to tell you. Um, you're making American law jokes <laughs> to the British guy. Um, so asshole. The, it is what it is. Uh, so so I had just realized that I couldn't drink um beer so i was with a buddy and i was like and this was before seltzer had really like come on the scene so i was like oh i'm just gonna have like you know like i'm gonna drink uh you know like vodka sodas whatever but i was making him at home and um he was drinking beer so i was like "Uh, yeah like he's had like three drinks i've had three drinks and when and that that was like pre-game like i'd had like one or two and then sissoko in the second minute and it just went downhill from there. And and my my wife and I were were supposed to go out to dinner uh, that night. And I compl- not my wife yet at that point my my fiance and I just completely no showed and I was supposed to meet her friend and it was a huge huge issue. <laughs> um, we've all been which- there. We've all been there. We've all been. We've all just put the phone down and gone for a long walk and just ignored <laughs> everything. That's what we've all done. I came back and then all hell is basically blowing up <laughs> in like- front of your eyes. I'm I'm sorry, needed to do it. It's not up to me. And like my buddy who I was watching the game with, like he was a Liverpool fan and, and uh is a Liverpool fan, but like in the worst way, because he was like when he when he decided to become a Liverpool fan, and I don't I don't question people on why they choose to be fans. Like it, everybody had their own reasons, whatever. Um and he was like, Oh yeah, I chose to be a Liverpool fan because like, you know, like they're not a powerhouse. I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Like, like, oh yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool with uh, the best, or I guess at the time, like considered the second or third best coach of all time. Like, you know, with with Mo Salah and 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 Sadio Mane, and I'm out, I'm out here like relying on Musa Sissoko to not screw up in big games. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a personal decision that you like bought yourself into. So I don't, just, I don't really feel bad that I don't feel that bad for you. No, I mean, choosing to be a Spurs fan was a poor decision. Also, to be fair, I usually don't feel bad for you, but that so those might be overlapping right now. Yeah, but you know who we also shouldn't feel bad for? The people that pay us. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Shout out to those guys or girls or non-gender corporate entities, because while corporations are people, uh, they are non-gendered. Um, so uh, shout out to whoever decided to pay us some breakfast tacos today. Um, yeah, when, I, when I think of corporations, I think of uh, woke wokeness on gender issues. I mean, as long <laughs> as they don't have to pay taxes, I feel like they would they would classify themselves as purple dinosaurs. I mean, they kind of do that during Pride Month anyway, when everyone just you know, miraculously changes their logo to a rainbow icon. Just oh, that's my... It's that's, what we do. <laughs> my favorite thing is in June when suddenly, like, Chase Bank, <laughs> which is one of the more... I love Chase Bank. Chase Bank has great credit cards. Please don't cancel mine. When Chase... <laughs> um, when Chase, like, in June, it's like, rainbows and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you understand you're one of the more evil things that exist in this world. <laughs> My favorite thing was just seeing like all the American corporations. Obviously, there's like a, a big image of all of them and change their logos, and it was just Chick Fil A by itself. Saying, <laughs> no, we're going to stick to this corner and fight with it. So, I mean, like you got to, you almost have to appreciate like Chick Fil A being like, nah, fuck them. <laughs> it's one of those ones where you sit there and think, well, I don't, I don't agree with their issues. I don't agree with homosexuality, but um, these spicy nuggets are very good, so I can kind of ignore it for now. <laughs> And it's like, we all do that. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah, like, you know, slave labor is really bad, but um, Air Force Ones are really cool looking. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, that's why one of the reasons I really appreciate Popeyes, because they have now made the decision of supporting uh, Chick-fil-A or not much easier because I get a better chicken sandwich and no homophobia. That I know of. That you know of, like you know that, like, like it's 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 a billion dollar corporation. Someone at the high levels of that has said some not cool things <laughs> from Louisiana. <laughs> from Louisiana, so there's a John Gruden within the Popeyes organization. Always, always, there's always a John Gruden in every corporation. And like the NFL, when push comes to shove, and they have a big issue over here, they'll fire Chris Cuomo, which uh, happened this week as well. <laughs> um so so let's let's uh talking about corporations that should probably fire some folks in the near future let's talk about the giants oh can we not but yeah let's let's do it wait do you want to talk about jason garrett instead because he is rumored to be the front runner for the duke head football coach that's so funny i saw that earlier and i was like it could work but also imagine jaron get jason garrett on a recruiting drive (laughs) <laughs> he would just be clapping the entire section through it. And it's like... But he's recruiting those kids to Duke, so it kind of makes sense. I, like, I don't think I can think of a more Duke head coach than <laughs> Jason Garrett. Um, hold on. We can do this. Uh, I would say Pat Fitzgerald, honestly. Like, you, you don't think so. But then you remember that it's Duke nope, University. Too hard Too hard Too hard Think about Pat his anti-union. It doesn't matter. Pat Fitzgerald was actually good at football. Jason Garrett played quarterback for Princeton. Uh, okay. That's fair. But he did make it to the pros. He was Troy, Troy Aikman's. So, uh, congratulations. So did Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald got to play. Um, that's, uh, that, that was one of my favorite things that happened in the mid-90s was anytime Troy Aikman got moderately hurt, like you could hear the collective uh, sphincter of Dallas Cowboy fans go just like, because it was Jason Garrett time and nothing good happened in Jason Garrett time. Um, and and let's, let's talk about the, like, I want to talk about that Duke job just because we're here. They, they, their first choice was Tony Elliott, who's the, the offensive coordinator at Clemson. Mm-hmm. And they, that was rumored for a long time. And it was like, oh, Tony Elliott, he, you know, it makes sense. He's right there, blah, blah, blah. And then Bronco Mendenhall, the head coach at Virginia, is like, yeah, I'm done coaching. This shit sucks. And then suddenly Tony Elliott was like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I don't have to go to Duke. And like, and, and, and Clemson is a tire fire right now for some reason, but like everybody's scurrying off that ship. Um, 
so real excited. So what, what, why do you think that is? That's just because Dabo is sitting there thinking NILs, NITs, uh, whatnot. No, I think it's just it's like it's just Dabo. Well, I think it's, it's the explanation. It's 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 like um, it's like anytime you have a head coach who's a piece of shit, but he wins a lot. You're like, all right, all right, Josie, you can stick around at Spurs if you win. You know, bring us trophies, fine. But when they stop winning, it's like no, yeah. we're like can you like it's like Tom Coughlin is a great example just to bring it back to the Giants, right? When Tom Coughlin is winning Super Bowls, fine. Cool, great, whatever. The moment he goes four and twelve, or I guess four and thirteen now, it's like nope, out because you are a terrible person, just just a god awful person. Yeah. Um, and we're not we're not interested in in you making grown men run stairs. And with Dabo, Dabo's like self righteous, like oh, I would never let my players get get nil deals, and it's like. And then DJ Uyangalele gets the biggest deal in all of college football. And then he benches him. Like, it's just awful. I've seen Dabo kind of do a lot of stuff where he backs it up by saying, but I'm strengthened by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just Lots to make it seem like it's like it's applicable. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, look, like, like, admittedly, like, there's a big overlap of like, especially in the SEC, but like, there's a lot of like quasi religious stuff going on in college football. And like, like it's, it's part of the whole thing. And like every, and it's like, like you can even hear it in like the imagery, like even like Michigan state, which is a public university in a not particularly religious area of, of the country. Um, Like even like one of like the, the bigger uh, fan accounts calls the, um, the stadium, the high cathedral of Spartan football. And you're like, what? (laughs) Like, I don't really want this to be like a quasi-religious experience. I feel very weird about that, especially as a religious minority. Um, yeah, but I've, never like, been drunk in ch- I've never been drunk in church. I've been drunk in a stadium before, so. Uh, you should probably you're not, try the former. You're not, yeah, you're not doing church right. <laughs> like, it's I, the only way to do church. <laughs> um, you know, I've been doing it wrong this entire time. Yeah, they give you free wine. What, are you supposed to not take advantage of that? I mean, like, <laughs> I don't think they, like, give out punch cards. Like, you can go to the back of the communion line like two or three times <laughs> also as a former altar boy let me get, let, let, let me let you in on a little secret they keep the wine not the watered down version in the back it's very easy to find um and and every uh single synagogue that i'm i'm aware of has like a stash of whiskey in the back so <laughs> um i was i'm talking just church not even like priest quarter <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's its own thing. Um, but uh, but let's avoid talking about the priest quarters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dabo Dabo like does a lot of shady shit and is like, but it's okay because um, you know I'm a very religious man. It's like even if you are, like even if you 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 are, and and you know like I'm not going to question people's religiosity because I think that that's weird and dumb. But like I am going to question people who behave in a certain fashion and then profess to be. Uh, saved well, in the did. blood of their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in every single interview. Yep, yep. The owner of a certain super church who was, you know, caught with money in between the uh, the walls of his super church as well. So, yeah. Uh, can we talk about? I, I just want to hold on. I know that this is a football podcast, but this is very college football. The <laughs> fact that that plumber didn't get half is a travesty. Uh, why do you think we know about it? What do you because mean? He didn't get half. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, how easy? Like, like let's just like let's play this out, okay? You have your plumber. He says, "Uh, hey, this is weird. Uh, Mr. Osteen, uh, I found some money in 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 the walls there. Why then, are you Why are you doing the accent? <laughs> I just want to. It, it's immersion. It's an immersion <laughs> thing. It, it, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> and then you have Joel Osteen. Like the answer to that is, well, I guess the Lord blessed you. Why don't you keep it? And go about your day. You have a G4, G, G6? Uh, whatever. He's probably, got both. He's, probably yeah. got, like, he's probably got multiple plays. Like $100,000 is a rounding error to Joel Osteen. <laughs> right. He probably, they're probably up to like G8 at this point. Like, just let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, which brings us back to uh, Dabo Swinney letting go of many of his coaching staff. Eh. I don't think he, he didn't let him go. They all voluntarily chose to get the fuck out. I mean, 
yeah, I think Brent Venables, if, if, if Dabo had any ability to uh, restrict that move, he would have. Um, I think, but I also think that Oklahoma was the only place Venables really would have left for. Plus his kid, I believe his kid graduated this year. And yeah. that's why he didn't take a job previously because his son was on Clemson. Like his youngest son was still a, a football team football member on Clemson's team. Did you see that um that Instagram post from Brian Kelly's daughter? Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh Christian, I, I don't know if it made it made uh its way into your circle, but basically Brian Kelly moves from Notre Dame to to uh to LSU. LSU. Uh, and his daughter had this t- uh like post go viral where it was like when your dad leaves for a new job but you've got five months left until you graduate. <laughs> And it's just like her just getting yelled at. Yeah, can I be homeschooled? Is this an option? <laughs> just take it, take take the remote option. Take the take the online stuff. Uh, don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. But but yeah. So the uh, the Giants played uh, an American football game this weekend. They lost to Miami. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that that's really awful. Um, uh, yeah, I mean they are, um, but. <laughs> What I'm interested in, and, and I, I actually um, got to watch a little bit of this game because um, it, for some reason, like kept getting cut into on the West Coast um, by Fox, I guess. Um, CBS, I don't remember. Um, I don't know what talking about. But, uh, but the, the, the thing that I was noticing about the Giants, and obviously, like, you know, when you watch any game, like, you like notice what's good and what's bad. And it's like, the Giants have so much skill position talent. And they're so atrocious. I mean, look, I like, I like Shepard. I like Ingram. I like Tony. I like Slayton. Like all of these people. Wait, is Galladay on that team? Yeah. Galladay. A lot of money. Yeah. Like there's so, it's like, there's so much money invested into those skill positions. Saquon Barkley. And like, if you just didn't suck. (laughs) I mean, but then you've come to the point. There's so much money sunk into those positions and we kind of forgot about the offensive line so we're going full game of thrones here also daniel jones is still here <laughs> so, so, so yeah, it's like true. like like uh joe judge yeah uh, he was so focused on the north he he kind of forgot about the iron fleet the iron fleet being defense and offensive line but def- i think the defensive line is okay their offensive line is trash. So it's, it's the weirdest thing. So defense is actually not too bad. Like secondary is really good. Um, you know, you've got Xavier McKinney. You know, Peppers has been out, but Julian Lewis did a fairly decent job um, kind of filling in for him. Um, Adoree Jackson has been really good. James Bradbury has been meh, but he's got a fair few interceptions. Um, Leonard Williams had a decent season. Blake Martinez going out wasn't the best because Tay Crowder stinks. Yeah. Again, that's Georgia rearing its, its its beautiful head there yet again. <laughs> um, and we basically only really have one edge rusher in Ojolari, and he's a rookie. So the expectation on him to kind of get the majority of the sack from that position isn't great. Where did he come from? Why does that name sound familiar to me? And why can't I place him? Who? Again, he was a Georgia Bulldog. Ojolari? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. right, right. He was he was there. Right, right. Um, I don't know what that was. Um, I don't either. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that that in terms of like the way that you build a team, and it, mm-hmm. and it it reminds me a lot of um, like like just any sort of kid playing Madden, where they're like, well, I don't like like when you're like ten or eleven years old and you're playing Madden, and you're like, offensive line, I don't know any of them. I'm going to put all of my salary cap in this. Or if you're playing two K, um, and you're like, shooters, shooters, and you're like kind of forgot about defense. I'm going to give DeMarco Murray all of the money. Not just all some of the money, all of the money. See, when I played Madden, when I used to play Madden and did the, uh, the draft mode or whatever, I would always draft the best running back and then five straight offensive linemen because it didn't matter who you, didn't matter who you put in a quarterback because then you could just run the triple option. Uh, if, you're, if you're wondering, again, uh, Napoleon Gregg grew up in Big Ten country. <laughs> And, uh, well, Big Ten country and Georgia Bulldog country. So the only things I know are run the ball and punt very far. Those are the goals. Those are the goals. Punt to, punt to win. Punt to win. I also grew up like. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about. Uh, 45 minutes from Georgia Tech. True. Uh, who just took Michigan State's quarterbacks coach. Um, uh, but did you guys see the, the quote from uh, Sean McDermott 
No. Um, so uh, early, or after, after that Pats-Bills game, um, yeah. uh, Sean McDermott, like someone asked him, like, well, why? I think it was, I think it was that game. He was like, well, why did, you, um, why did you punt on fourth and two at the 48 or whatever? And he was like, well, we really wanted to get Riley Dixon involved in the game. And someone was oh, like, "That was that was Joe Judge." I thought against, it was Joe Judge against yes. the. Well, he's a, he's a special teams coach, right? Once. Joe Judge. That, uh, you're right. It wasn't the Bills game. It was the Giants game. And Joe Judge was like, "Well, we wanted to get Riley Dixon involved early." You're like, "What are you talking about?" Riley Dixon, who's having an abomination of a season as well. So, uh, get yeah. excited for the Giants to uh, draft Matt Areza in the third round. <laughs> I really wanted Michael Dixon like a few years ago. Oh yeah, he he's a weapon. Like oh, I, was, there's, I was sitting there thinking, is there a way that I could feasibly we could feasibly draft him in the third round just because he is that good? And I was like, he just didn't go to fruition. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Areza, Areza is actually probably worth a third round pick. Like I joke about it because punters in the third round is 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 like a, I mean it's it's inherently funny, but um, I think Areza might be worth it. Like he's he's worth probably what 15, 20 yards per game, and yeah. like. How many, how many third round, you know, players are going to be like worth every game, 20 to 25 yards. And the answer is like, not many. The way, the way we've drafted, it might be an improvement. So there's that. Also true. The, the giants are pretty crap at, at drafting people. Um, although this year will be interesting because the giants have won just enough games to put yourself out of the position to get somebody useful. So this was my thing. So obviously watching kind of Big Ten Championship game over the weekend. I guess, well, I guess Big 12 Championship game over the weekend. Michigan. Um, Big Ten. Big Ten. Aiden Hutchinson is just, oh, he's so good. Yeah. And he's probably going to go number one overall now. No, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Uh, well, maybe, think- so if it's the Lions, they might do it just for like the hometown thing. I think yeah. the right the right choice is Kayvon. Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Yeah. So so the thing is, Thibodeau, Thibodeau uh, Hutchinson is better uh, against the run Thibodeau is significantly better as an edge rusher. And in the NFL, yeah. if you're, if you're giving up uh, edge rushing for um, pass or run defense, you're missing the point. Like outside of games, like, like Monday night's game, like you're not going to see 30 rushes a game against anybody. Like even, even teams that want to run the ball, aren't going to run the ball like that. Um, and honestly, like if somebody wants to run the ball 30 times on you, like, okay, like good. I hope you do. <laughs> We, we can probably scheme this out. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Although the Bills um, couldn't figure out, like, a base play, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I thought that um, was really – I mean, they were putting guys in the box, but, like, it, it, it they never really, like, stacked the box. Like, it was very clear they weren't going to let Max throw. Well, the, the, the funny thing about it was that, like, they, the play they were running, and this is going to get technical for just a half a second, they were running a play called G Lead, which I swear to you is in every single high school playbook. It, it it is the it is a base play like it is a play that is like a, a one of the first five you learn and millions of dollars are spent on on these coaches and they couldn't be like well what if we had a what if what if we we brought the safety down and had him play as more of a mic and put the inside linebackers outside do you think that that would fix it and every defensive coordinator in high school not even college high school is like yeah man <laughs> Just do that. It's not that big of a deal. They're moving the gap. Like it's not complicated and they just could not figure it out, which I find hilarious. But you know what I don't find hilarious? This ad. This ad. Uh, That was not at all forced. I feel good about it. Um, So, so uh, the, this, this weekend, um, obviously in college was, was sort of a, solidified what what we're, we're we're looking for in the playoff and um also the bowl games which are a weird thing that you know like it's it's this is a fun experience every time i try to explain college football to someone not from america and they're like wait a minute so they they didn't win no but they're gonna play again yes does that mean anything no is it a big deal eh, depends where and that's sort of what we do for 38 games like we have we have 38 games of meaninglessness um and it's wonderful and it means nothing and it's like it's like if if you told like every every soccer player in Europe it's like all right well the the ones that finish in the top half you get to go play a random team from uh France why 
for fun. Uh, okay, do we get to go somewhere cool? Yes. Do we get free swag? Yes. Uh, do we get to go home and be with our families over Christmas and New Year's? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> sounds fun. Um, so uh, looking looking forward here, Chris. Are you are are is there is there a a Jaguars game that you're excited to see in the near future? Like what what are you looking for as as a parochial Jaguars fan? Because I I assume that uh, the Jaguars are going to be London's team by 2023. Um, they're like they're very clearly setting that up. So so what what are your thoughts on the Jaguars moving forward? We can only hope not. <laughs> just, just for the good of everyone involved, really. Um, <laughs> That organization just stinks. I mean, uh, the reason I bring it up is because I want to bring up <laughs> the funniest thing that happened in, and like this weekend was, was just beautiful for coaching comments. Um, but Urban Meyer being asked on Sunday. So I don't know if you watched any of the Jaguars game. We obviously did because this is a quasi Jaguars podcast at this point. Um, James Robinson, who's significantly better than any other running back on the Jaguars, had an early mm-hmm. fumble, got benched. Okay. Carlos Hyde. Didn't also fumbled, continued to play. Great. Sunday, they asked Urban Meyer, like, what the hell, man? And he was like, I don't know. It's part of the rotation. Um, James Robinson was hurt. And then someone was like, didn't he take five of the last eight carries when the game was out of reach? And he was like, yeah, yeah. Talk to the running back coach. Monday or Tuesday, they asked him again, which means that he had 24 to 48 hours to figure out an answer. His answer was, and I quote, I don't know. This man is being paid $4 million and he doesn't have an answer to why is the guy who is better not playing? <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, so, um, so the, uh, that's, that's where they are. Um, obviously we have uh, some, some other, uh, other NFL stuff that, that that's coming up. Um, Kenny Pickett, who will be the next quarterback of the Detroit lions probably might not be playing in the bowl game that came out today. Um, although I don't know if Daniel Jones uh, continues to be as hated as he clearly is, maybe he'll go to the giants. You, you can enjoy a, a pit quarterback. They're great. Yeah. I think the lions aren't taking a quarterback in the first round. So everybody gets like 32 shots at Mr. Pickett first 31 I, shots. I mean, he's, he's not going to be um, successful in the NFL. I don't think so either. <laughs> like I think it's a weird one with this draft because you look at every single quarterback that's going to be available. There's maybe two you could see being fairly decent and that's about it. I don't, I, I don't think any quarterback who's going to come out this year is going to be successful. I think that this is a horrendous year for quarterbacks. Um, yeah. I mean, who are, like, who, who are we talking about? Like, we're talking about... I'm looking um, up. Hold on. It's Kenny Pickett. It's uh, the guy from Liberty whose name I always... Malik. Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Okay. Um, oh, Corral is... Corral hasn't announced yet. He's, he's a running out. back. The reason he's good is because he runs the ball. And not Sam- like... Sam Howell, who had yeah. a completely down year. Yeah, he was great. Carson Strong, who I don't even know who that is. That's the point. Plays for Nevada. Malik Willis. <laughs> uh, Bailey. Zappy. Zappy, Western Kentucky's kid. I, so I, I want to talk about him for a second because the fact that he didn't get a Zippo um, uh, NIL deal is horrendous. Or Zappos. Or Zappos. Zappos would have worked. Um, Desmond, Ritter, Desmond Ritter is considered the 10th best quarterback uh, in this year's class. Yeah. Anybody who takes a quarterback in the first round deserves what they get. Uh, yeah. We have one. Let's see. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six of the top 10 quarterbacks are group of five. And that includes, that does not include the Kentucky kid, the North Carolina kid, or the Pitt kid. So, like, again, like this year, you're talking about, like, okay, like, who are the quarterbacks of the serious teams? Oh, okay. Stetson Bennett, the fourth sucks. Bryson, Bryce Young, freshman, CJ sophomore, Stroud. Sophomore, sophomore. I made sophomore. that mistake. Sophomore. Um, uh, Bryce or uh, CJ Stroud, freshman. Cade McNamara sucks. Uh, like Notre Dame suck quarterback. Like they, there is nothing worth drafting this year. Um, and like all the guys who you like, you thought were going to be the big deal. Just like, had horrendous seasons. De'Ara King got hurt. DJ Uyunglele sucked. 
Spencer Rattler transfers. So, so where the hell do you think he's going to transfer? Is he going to go for a Denny's or a McDonald's? Because that guy stinks. USC. USC. <laughs> he's not going to USC. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, coach who just benched me, I, I want to follow you so that you can bench me again for Jackson Dart, which God, I got to be honest, um, sounds like a made-up name to me. <laughs> <laughs> like if I were going to create a quarterback in, in a, in a, in a, in a football video game, like Jackson dart. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so I think that, uh, so, so that's the, uh, the big news as we, um, as we speak, uh, the, uh, the American, uh, Jordan P folk tied with, Manchester United. Manchester United is going to lose to Young Boys again, which is all I want. I know that they're on through through to the to the round of sixteen, regardless. But gosh, if Young Boys could could beat Man United again, that'd be great for my self esteem. Um, Bayern Munich are currently beating Barcelona, so that means they're out of the Champions League, which just warms my heart completely. Wait, this is bad for us. <laughs> yes, it is. Serginho is going home unless, uh, unless he transfers to Bayern. That would be great. He like he loses to get out of the Champions League, and he's like, "I'm gonna just go over to Germany right quick." No, no, no. you're out of the Champions League. I'm not. <laughs> but see, oh, oh man, we're out of the Champions League. No, 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 no. you are. <laughs> Who's this? I, we? <laughs> we, we. I don't, I don't know about we. Um, but again, like they're playing him as a right wing, um, which is so upsetting to me because it's like, as a as an attacking right back. He's interesting and maybe good, maybe great one day. Who knows? As a right wing, he's just not all like there are a lot of right wings who are better than Serginho Dest. There are not a lot of right backs who are better than Serginho Dest. But it's like, yes, the reason he's good is because he's good going forward. If you if you just put him forward, then you you you're missing the point. <laughs> this is why I was really confused when obviously when he originally left Ajax, because he was linked to Bayern Munich quite heavily and then just yeah. kind of went to Barcelona out of nowhere. And I was just so surprised because going to Barcelona that young is a bit of a death sentence. But at least if you go to Bayern Munich and get coached in a proper way, conditionally, you know, conditioning wise, you're going to get you know a complete body, complete three sixty on your body. Conditioning. So, yeah, um, uh, super soldier serum. Uh, right, if, if yeah. you will. <laughs> My favorite one of those is uh, Alfonso Davies leaves America as a skinny six foot two. Six foot two, probably 155, 160 pounds. He's at Bayern for a year and suddenly he's 195 pounds of pure muscle. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that noted, noted uh, weightlifting regimen. Yeah, it was, it was a very weird move at the time. And like, we were all like, oh, cool. But once Komen left, you're like, why is he here? Yeah. 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 you know, so, so I, I think, I think hopefully he, he gets a move along, but like, it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's, so it's a joke amongst us, but definitely among all like American soccer fans that like all of our players are right backs. Um, but our only, our actual right back isn't playing right back anymore. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Like irony, like, uh, I mean, shoot, Pulisic was playing right back today. (laughs) He came on when he came on for Hudson Adoy. He was playing as a right wing back, but because he doesn't really believe in defense, he was more playing as a center mid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but anyways, uh, so Krish, uh, obviously you guys were were on cop end. Um, anything else you would like to uh, to promote at this moment? No, just 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 cop end at the moment. Um, obviously, it's going to be a big month footballing wise. There's there's games coming left, right, and centre. The content is again is also coming left, right, and centre. So. No, be sure to look out for all the cop and pods when they drop every Wednesday. Um, and of course, we've got the Patreon page as well. Uh, just just three pounds a month, which I believe is around about three dollars a month. If you, people want to do subscribe, that is www.patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas. Um, so you know, just for a small meal on a monthly basis, you can subscribe <laughs> and hear more of myself talking about absolute nonsense. So there's that. Uh, and 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 of course, um, you will get you know very interesting insights into uh aston villa right like you have a lot of thoughts about aston villa on the weekend so it, it was a really weird one so we were recording it yesterday and a lot of the poor fan base has kind of gone oh yeah gerard they've adopted um aston villa as their second team so i cut a bit of a promo on the pod saying not to these exact words but to these exact words kind of 
for 120 minutes on Saturday. You know, growing up, Steven Gerrard was my hero. But for 120 minutes at the weekend, it's very much fuck Steven Gerrard because <laughs> we've got stuff to win. And I've got no time for sentiments. It's going to be very much when, kind of like when Shawn Michaels retired Ric Flair at WrestleMania, it's going to look a little bit like that. So, And, uh, you know, because... Uh... Actually, that, that, that brings me to the last thing I want to do before we, uh, before we, before we head off. Um, and and, and I, I, I got to know, are, were, were you edging Christian, Dudley's, or Hardy's? Because this says a lot about you as a child. <laughs> oh, as a, so as a child, Hardy boys, Correct. 100%. They just look so, they just looked always, look, to, to be fair, to a certain extent, they still do quite look quite cool. Yeah. Um, um, you know, the arm sleeves, the hair, just the flipping maneuvers were awesome. But as I've got older, because I'm watch, rewatching some of the older matches, Edge and Christian's work was just absolutely superb. I, it is, it is my, and because this is a wrestling podcast, um, it is, it is my opinion that Christian is the most underrated wrestler of the Attitude Era. He did, I completely agree. He did so much work to allow Edge to be like, to get over with people while being like, I, I think Christian is most underrated. And in all of those big spots that the Hardys did, it was never on Christian outside of the spear, the spear off of the ladder at the first TLC. All of the big spots where like Jeff was jumping off of ladders, it was always on Christian. It was never on edge. Always on Christian. And it's been, it's been so good to see them obviously in the past kind of like 18 months, both come out of retirement and be like really good physical shape which is good for us considering, okay, cool. We can look like that when we're 45. So that's quite nice if we put the work and effort in. I'm not going to, but it's nice to know right. that the option's there. Well, no, no. They've just been trying, they've just been training with Byron for the past year. So <laughs> special thank you to our guest, uh, Krish. You can find him at uh, Cop and Fraka. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Krishan underscore Mamba 24. Um, he's talking all about Liverpool and, wrestling and uh why matt hardy is actually the most important person uh of the last 20 uh or 20 months in wrestling uh because uh broken matt hardy was cool and it allowed for a lot of other cool stuff and then wwe ruined it anyways uh you can find uh stumpy at mr mojo rising 89 for all of your worst takes please at him uh for all of your best takes please at all of us at tls underscore n underscore tds we're talking football football uh, occasionally baseball occasionally uh wrestling uh it comes up every now and then um and uh we we really uh like it when people add us because it allows us to let us know who to mute and block uh we'll get our instagram up and running shortly uh we uh we have hit a little bit of a setback so now we are uh targeting q4 2026 so just after the uh, world cup in america we we do believe that that instagram will get up and running special thank you to our sponsors the smith workforce management group as well as uh, whoever Blue Wire decided to put into this podcast, we love them, whoever they are. Um, and uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell your friend in London who you have a pen pal with who hasn't responded to you in two months. Um, you know, just let them know. We're, we're, we're always looking for new fans uh, in new and interesting locations, specifically Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> special thank you to you, our listeners. We couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So uh, thanks so much and we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.